Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today are Janine B. and Bridget D. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And we got our conversation off to an interesting start today uh, because what, the topic we came up with for today is consistency, and it came right out of the gate because we were talking about daylight savings time and how it's not terribly consistent here in the U.S., Janine, <laughs> but there is no change to daylight savings time. The rest of the U.S. does have a change. That threw her off. Bridge was just thrown off, period, just because she was thrown off. And <laughs> I suspect losing the internet probably helped, you know. Hey, you know, it's all good. But it's amazing how when our routines get broken, you know, it throws us off, guys. Oh, yeah. Isn't it funny how that works? Yeah, it it does. And just like we were talking, you know, started kind of talking a little bit about appreciation. And and I find that like when we're consistent with our appreciation, it's easier to stay, you know, in a a better mood, stay Mm -hmm. happier, easier to talk to. And when we just start kind of yes. getting wrapped up in ourselves and what's going on and, and be it like pain, you know, mm-hmm. like, like pain in our body can take us down, you know, from that appreciation. Uh, yeah. but, but for me, the, the, the easiest, the easiest hands down way of for me getting back up my emotional spiral, my emotional vibration is visiting a senior citizen home. And you just, love that stuff. I, mean, I just, just love it. Love I could see that really. Yeah, man. I just love, (laughs) I love the elderly. I I love making connections where people don't, don't make connections. I just, so you can see my appreciation is just like, if I'm, if I'm having a toothache, if I'm just not feeling, I just go and visit somebody. I just go walk around the hallway. Yeah. (laughs) I love their stories. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, I had a lot of stories. Yeah. But I'm like sure you, you get so many, yeah, you get so many stories from them. I'm sure it's just like, so I don't know, enlightening sometimes talking to the elderly. I love, I love it. I don't, it's not so much stories from them, but it's the stories I witness with them when I'm with them. Okay. Because by the time I'm meeting them, they're, they're done. Like they're, oh, they're, right. they're, okay. they're, they're, they're like sitting on their suitcases waiting for the proverbial train really seriously. Okay. It's kind of like that. But it's the, um, it's the mix of where they're at with their disease, uh, or their, their aging process, where they're at and their, and their perception of it and my perception of it with them. So it's like a whole story that we're kind of developing together. So my recommendation for everyone is find something that brings you so much joy and happiness that, that, that's your always your go-to. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I don't want to jump in, but, um, no, please. I was like, Jim Carrey has like this motivational, he has like a few of them, but there's a motivational, um, thing I was listening to on YouTube and like, it's so simple, but like, I feel like we get down so like often, you know? So as he said, grief and sadness are the ticket home to nothing. And like, we know that and like all that, but like we do, we get down so easily from like just life. And it's like, when you do hear that and like other things, you're just like, it just puts it all back into perspective and you're just like, you know. Yeah. But I, I would, I would add something to that and say that being down is actually really valuable. Well, yeah, and, definitely and, that and, too. Yeah. And right. And, and, you know, sure. It does it, it doesn't necessarily get us anywhere if we're sad or if we're down or for, you know, seeing things that make us kind of sad, but at the same time, we're not, we're not going to be sad all the time. I mean, even critically depressed people have good days or good moments or good, you know, good five minutes. I mean, and and it's like catching those. And, and, and that's like with elderly too, that's what I do is I, I, I I try to catch those minutes that those seconds that were, where they're lucid or where, where they want to talk or in, 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 and just being, um, a little bit higher up my vibrational uh, scale or being a little more aware lets me get into those little cracks when I see them. And, um, I, I started my day off actually sitting, um, a vigil with uh, a woman that, uh, I was kind of close to, uh, at the facility and she, she's actively dying. And then from there I, I moved along and, and meeting, reaching out to people I'm kind of like the Johnny Appleseed of, of the elder, you know, for the elderly people. Uh, but <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I think Jim Carrey, right. Jim Carrey's got it. Uh, he, there's a little bit, 
there's nothing really, there is something for us down there, right? Being a little bit depressed or sad, there is some gift there. There's quite a bit of a gift there, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's one yeah. of the things that uh, David Strickle teaches, right? Right, right. But, but I mean, we don't want to be down there, but. Yeah, you don't want to live <laughs> yeah. down there. Yeah. Right. I think that's what he was saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause he was talking right. about being depressed. You know what I mean? Oh, being yeah, like that yeah, all absolutely. the time. You know, so absolutely. like, I don't know. It just really struck me. I was like, it's no, that's cool. Be- Thanks for sharing. It's the difference between visiting the, the Arctic Circle and living in the Arctic Circle. Oh, quick, so good. Quick, <laughs> you know, ten minutes, sure, it's okay, but I don't want to have to stay there. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. Definitely. That's yeah. that's really good. So consistency, consistency in our practices, consistency. Oh, like you said, right like there. appreciation. Yeah. If we don't, like it's so easy to get down and sad, you know, mm-hmm. but appreciating things definitely gets me back up too. It's yeah. A hundred percent. But like you said, the consistency of the practice is huge. Yeah. You and, have to keep. And, and when you're trying to develop a new practice and, and develop a new habit, I guess I should, I should say right. regarding that practice, that's when it's the most challenging because there's still the old vibration of the old habit hanging around. Mm-hmm. It's not like it disappears entirely. Right. And I mean, we know how neuroplasticity works within the nervous system. Um, it, it's not an instant erase and replace. You have to kind of shift it over time, but it will shift. And that's mm-hmm. the good news, which yeah. gives us the, the, the control that we're really looking for. But you, still, you have to do it. You have to stick to it. And I was really, I can't say I was mindful. That's the wrong word. I was aware of that today. <laughs> mm. If I was mindful, I wouldn't have been slipping like I had been because I had been doing all my practices every day. Um, but I was aware of the fact that I hadn't been. And, um, I, I, um, I, I'm currently near the end of the boot camp. Janine, of course, has finished the boot camp. Bridge is closing in on it too. Um, the module that I am just now finishing up is one where you kind of revisit stuff that, um, what they often call the minor transgressors, not the major three, but you know, other stuff that can come up in your life. And I was revisited by one that haunted me for years. And the good news was that this time around, how do I say it? It just didn't win. I noticed mm, it. Yeah. I paid attention to it. I recognized the pattern yeah. and then made some, made some changes as a result of it. And one of the big changes I made was, okay, I need to get out of here. I need to go take my walks. I hadn't taken my daily walk yet. And fortunately mm-hmm. today was gorgeous. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> gorgeous. Okay. What, what, what's Always the temperature? <laughs> when you say gorgeous, I'm just curious. What's the temperature? Oh, like upper sixties, no mm-hmm. wind, blue yeah, skies. Okay. Oh yeah. God. I, I mean, just absolutely picture perfect. Really, yeah. really, really beautiful out. So oh, yeah, that sounds yeah. really nice. Even, even here for Phoenix, that, that sounds Ugh, like a balmy, just, like a balmy winter, winter day. If, in Phoenix, that's exactly <laughs> what that would be. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little colder than that, but yeah. In, Con- that's in Connecticut, cool. that's more like, uh, you know, September or April, but yeah, I understand what you mean. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but it's, it is a truth that when you have that, it helps you to climb back up. And that's exactly what happened with me today. I, I found myself saying, okay, I know what works for me when I do these walks. I'm, I'm feeling, I wasn't feeling depressed, but I was in the lower end of the scale. I knew I needed to climb up. And so I just started focusing on that sky as I'm walking along and it was pretty hard to miss. It was just sheer blue, no, not a cloud oh, wow. anywhere. I'm just gorgeous. So I was just appreciating and appreciating and loving it. And I could feel my, my vibe just rising. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of, it was like the cork on the water thing. You could just feel it. Just the, the whole level was just going right up. Mm-hmm. I thought, this is really, really something. But that's also when I noticed that, yeah, I'd been kind of slipping and during some, doing my daily practice. And I'm wondering if I would not have fallen down maybe even less down that spiral if, I, if I'd been keeping the practice up. So I, I actually came back and made a note in my journal, which in and of itself is a big deal because I used to not journal at all. I didn't like journaling. The ties helped me to actually become something of a journaler. But I wrote down, okay, here are the, the five things. I actually have five things that I've done in the past, but I've never done all five of them at once. I got to start doing all five of them. Now that I'm in the off season, I can. Couldn't yeah. do it during the season, but during the off season, I don't have any excuses left. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, what are those? You want to talk about those five things or? Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, actually, I need to. Is that okay? Notes. Sure. Yeah. I, I have no problem with it at all. I mean, the first thing I can tell you is, um, mirror work. Mirror exercises, one of the most powerful things. And I've talked about that, you know, mm-hmm. before on the show, right. but an incredibly powerful thing for, first of all, for building your sense of self-image, self-worth, self-love. 
And self-confidence. I think the self-confidence piece kind of sneaks up on you. Because, I mean, like I said previously, many uh, years ago, the reason I started it in the first place was to shut up the voice in the back of my head. And it worked. It worked great. But it yeah. had all the other benefits that came out of it. And that was one of the biggest ones. Building self-confidence was huge. So I like that. Um, I'm not really big on affirmations, but I do have some that I, I like to do. And that would be number two on my list of uh, of things to do in order that I like to do them. Um, and I don't really do the same affirmations every day, although I do have a, I have a thought that I really want to try to do what Cindy Chavez did. Maybe not the exact one that she did, but, uh, do you guys know that story? I don't know. This is about, um, I'm going to say two and a half years ago, something like that. She decided she was going to do the affirmation. I feel rich 1000 times. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Remember that one? Make a note. Make a note. I actually tried doing that. The <laughs> did I you really? That I feel instead of the I am, yeah. Did, did you do it? How often did you do it? How? how um, I only how did it for a week because it actually, for me, it did, it was more effective for me to do the I am. But I did oh, try. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I did try. Okay. So, so you do the I am regularly? Is that the idea? Um. Yeah, except for, like we said, when I don't do it, um, you know, consistently because mm-hmm. I also found myself doing that, um, last week, not being consistent. And I did yeah. feel a drop and I was like, well, wait a second, quickly realized why. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we're all on the I same understand that. There. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, like I said, I've never done, actually, I, I see my list now. I, I've never done all six of them. I actually have six items on the list okay. because they're time consuming. I mean, they do take time. But I've got the time, so I'm going to try doing it for a while. So starting tomorrow morning, that's my first day of doing all six. So first one's the mirror work, second one's affirmations, third one, I got this from Taya practice, meditation followed by appreciation. So meditate and then do three three things that you appreciate and really feel the appreciation. Fourth is my daily walks. And that may end up being fifth, depending on the time of year. This time of year, it's best to do it in the afternoon. So that may be fifth or sixth. Um, and then segment intending throughout the day. I forget what David calls that. He calls it something different. But basically, you set your intention for the next couple hours. What do you want to have happen? What kind of uh, accomplishment right. do you want? What, what results are you looking for? And then finally, being mindful throughout the day of where my um, my uh, barometric pressure is. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my vibration? Where am I feeling right now? So if I can do all six of those every day for a while. Ooh. I just offer yeah. a, just a, a suggestion if you're having a hard time meditating appreciation is sometimes easier or excuse me meditation is sometimes easier if it's followed by appreciation which is what i have on my list oh i I thought you said appreciation after meditation but maybe i misheard sorry sometimes i auditorily i think you just said the same thing no no i mean like before or after like like, oh okay let me say this again (laughs) i thought i heard you say meditation followed by i did so meditation first, appreciation second. Right, right. And I was gonna, I was gonna suggest appreciation first, and yeah, then well, meditation. That, that, that's right. more of the tire practice. The tire right. practice actually. It, well, it start the the three step method. There is the right, vibe but, activity, appreciation, right. meditation. Which is um, your walking, right? Yeah. Which is your walking, right? The reason I like doing it in the order I talk about is because mm-hmm. meditation brings you up to the neutral. Appreciation is the high vibration. Right. Yes. Yeah, so so I, I want to rise to my neutral and then go for the high vibration. I get it. I get it. Which is different from, I mean, right. they're both legitimate, I think, but. Um, right. No, I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. And so. everything, you know, it's so cool to have these tools. And sometimes it's like, you know, if you, if you like a wooden spoon, right? Mm-hmm. We have a wooden spoon. We can cook with, we can stir something with the wooden spoon. But mm-hmm. if you give the wooden spoon to a child, they're going to use it like a drum. <laughs> or I can take the wooden spoon outside and use it as a digging tool. Yeah. Or I, you know, is that a little, is that too weird? What I'm trying to say is, is I mean, it doesn't really matter how we use the I was tools, it. they work. <laughs> you know, we could, we could take those tools and however, you know, I mean, however we use them and however they work for us is, is really the ultimate goal, right? Very true. By the way, I got to do a couple of, uh, or three hellos to Jeffrey and Luke and Kevin all checking in Aww. in the live stream. So hi guys. Hey guys. Hi Jeffrey, guys. Jeffrey was also talking about deep rest as one of his things, and I totally too. get that. Yeah. yeah. And he says the weather's beautiful in Portland, so apparently both coasts are experiencing beautiful weather today. Nice. And then Kevin says he loves Neville Goddard, and we actually haven't done a lot of talking about Neville uh, in episodes lately. Cindy and I haven't done any of his books lately, but we're with you on that because yeah, oh yeah, yeah. love Neville, love yeah. Neville. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, 
Uh, I think I agree with Cindy too, with what she chooses as her favorite nevelism. The idea that you must assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled because it's just, oh, that, that just summarizes so beautifully the power of the feeling within the imagination. When you combine imagination with feeling, there is nothing more powerful in existence anywhere. So absolutely. Now, Kevin jumps in with I am sure. Yeah. Well, that's where <laughs> his, his whole thing starts. No doubt about it. But anyway, thanks for joining us. We appreciate that. Yeah. So, okay. I've, I shared my uh, practices. What do you, what do you uh, guys do for your practices? Especially I'm going to go with bridge. Cause you said you got to get back on your track. So what's your track? Well, mine are a lot similar um, to yours. I have to do my walk every day outside mm-hmm. and I make sure, um, you know, some of it will be me thinking of things in my head that I just need to sort out or whatever. And the other half is me literally just being grateful for, like you said, the sky, the trees, me walking, my lungs breathing, my legs working, uh, you know, the water I just had, the coffee I'm and breakfast I'm going to go home to, and being intentional in being grateful for and appreciative for everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Let me ask you a question. How much time do you spend on each one of those appreciations? Do you fly through them or do you spend time on each one? Um, I mean, it's not, I mean, on my walk. Well, you, you just, you, you just listed a bunch of things that you appreciate. Mm-hmm. So as you're doing those appreciations and things that you appreciate, uh, cause I imagine that's part of your practice is appreciating all this stuff. How much time do you spend on that? Do you do it fairly quickly for each one or do you spend, yeah. do, do you dwell on each one or? No, I do it pretty quick. Pretty quick. I do it pretty okay. quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll, and throughout the day, I'll keep listing things that I keep, you know, more things that I am grateful for that I just had or did that hot shower. You know what I mean? So like the list gets longer. So I, it's like quick because it can't take too long on all that because it'll just keep going on and on and on. But it does help <laughs> me throughout the day to keep being appreciative, especially if I do feel my vibe dropping at all, you know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. The other reason I asked that when uh, Kevin mentioned Neville Goddard, I thought to myself, well, assume the feeling and for him building the feeling up is the most important part. And that takes a little, uh, a little extra tension. So I was curious to know how much you were building up the feeling. Yeah. Well, I do the affirmations like you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, and podcasts always help me. And then, like I said, I was listening to Jim Carrey's um, inspirational, you know, speech or whatever. And I listen to comedians on YouTube mm. sometimes if I need to. You know, it all depends, like, what I really need in that moment, you know, because it's different all the time. Sometimes I just need to dance, you know. It's it's really different mm-hmm. all the time. Um, but my walk is oh, – that is every day unless it's, like, pouring rain out and going. <laughs> so, yeah. That's one of the things I'm really glad I'm getting back to because there was a time there during the gardening season. I wasn't getting any walks in some weeks or maybe one or two days a week. And it, I felt it. Oh, God, oh, yeah. I feel it. And to get back to it, doing it every day just feels like a release and a relief more than anything else. Yeah. Um, not to mention the fact the weather's been gorgeous. But yeah. <laughs> How's yeah. the weather been, Walt? Oh, gorgeous. <laughs> Absolutely. It really does help. It makes, like, it the does. biggest difference, no, I think. I, I walk out, and I'm like, oh. No, no, like, I know, because when it's 115 and you don't want to go outside. Yeah. Oh, me and Walt don't experience that. It's, so it's really, yeah, Phoenix I, I is a it. different lifestyle, a very different lifestyle, no doubt about I it. I love yeah. it hot, but 115, that's pretty hot. Yeah, we're we're pretty, it's pretty nice here now, so it's like one, it's like 81 Today. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's just well, you're, you're coming into the really nice part of year for for being this in is Phoenix. The, this actually. is it. This yeah. is it. This oh, is this is snowbird nice. season. This is snowbird right. season. Do you yeah, get a lot of snowbirds? I, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like our well, I mean, last year was COVID, so that's oh, that's sure. we throw that year out as far as like how things usually are. But it's, I mean, I think our population. I don't know. I should look it up before I start throwing out percentages. It's too easy to do. But it really, I mean, like we have some suburbs that like really the majority of their residents come and go. You know, so. Kevin says but, it's eighty one uh, where he is too. Where are you located, Kevin? Oh, wow. Type that into the chat. I'm kind of curious to know where you are. Probably yeah, another that's, warm that's, climb. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, Maricopa. Maricopa. Oh. Hey, Kevin is about. 45 minutes away from there me. There you go. Oh, that's right. awesome. I'm in North Phoenix, Kevin. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. I, right. you know, you guys were talking about your practices and, and, um, honestly, I feel like I, uh, right before I graduated, I woke up and I'm like, I felt like Taya was sort of 
somebody threw a blanket on it for me. Like all of a sudden it was just, where is it? Why aren't I, you know, it, everything that I was immersing myself with for those months were just, was just, and I, I feel like I, I basically, uh, after I graduated, I woke up one day and it said, I, I heard, okay, training wheels off. That's it. Mm. <laughs> it's work. And, and it was no longer like, okay, now I'm going to sit and do my, you know, my work. And, and so I, I'm really forcing, like force it, like making myself, okay, stay in bed, stay in bed, sit here, feel the covers. <laughs> Let's appreciate the covers. Let's appreciate this. Let's do this, you know, because I really want to set the intention for, mm. for a better day. And I know that by what I do before I even get out of bed gets me on that road. And, and if I just barrel out and barrel into wherever I'm, you know, shower, barrel, don't even think about it. There's no intention. I'm just going from one thing to another. And in the days, just you can take, go down a lot faster, more reactive to other people's negative moods. And, and uh, next thing you know, it, I'm, I'm, I might have a little spiral until I realize, Ooh, I gave my power away. So I really try to make my, you know, but the training wheels, they're off. They're off. And it's, and it's the work now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to address that in a second. I, I need to mention in the chat, Luke saying he's, he's in Columbus, 63 degrees there. So yeah, about the similar weather to what we're experiencing here. And Jeffrey grew up in Phoenix and his parents were in Sun City. Oh. His brother's in Surprise, Arizona. So. Oh my gosh. See, yeah. Arizona's the place to be. Apparently, except that he moved north, but other than that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but we're running out of water, people. No, well, that's why he moved north. He to, <laughs> I believe he's in this, if I remember right, he's in the Seattle area or Portland. I can't remember. He's, he's somewhere up in the northwest where there is lots of rain, so not an issue up there. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. or, or at least there was there was a lot of rain. So, so I try sometimes when um, I'm uh, kind of behind on my practice and what I should be doing. That's when I. I, I do my, my going to visit my, my senior citizen home or I, I go out and I do my garden or I, you know what I mean? Like right now I'm cleaning a room. I've got my sister-in-law's coming to stay with us from, from Europe for a couple of months. So oh, wow. I've never even met her after seven years. So she, wow. that's really awesome. So, so I, I try to sort of, you know, okay, I know that doing X, Y, and Z is going to make me feel better. And then I can go from there or going to bring me yeah. up enough for me to put me in a position so I can start uh, feeling my decisions out and um, feeling my decisions are really, really important. And you were talking about appreciation, well, about thinking when I, when I start really appreciating, I feel it. I feel that I let that appreciation go through my body and it's not here. It's here. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's here. So, Oh gosh, it feels so good right now. I appreciate my bed. It's really nice. I appreciate you know, I'm going to go and sit vigil for to a person who's pa going to pass away, and so I'm. That to me is is just a, an act of love, and I just love, 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 and the appreciation just it just goes up and up and up, and so um, I feel it. And sometimes when I you have to write something down, I, I can't cross that barrier between the feeling and the writing. Mm, yeah, it it it, it loses. Um, it, it loses connection. So writing sometimes for me is, is difficult when I'm in the throes of feeling. Mm -hmm. So I, mm -hmm. so if any of you writers can give me any hints on how to get over that, let me know, please. Thank you. <laughs> well, there are a couple of things there that I think to, that I wanted to um, address, but before we do that, I want to go to something else as sort of a precursor to it. Uh, Bridge will remember this from last Tuesday's bootcamp meeting that David toward the end, brought up how in the mastery group, they did a stream session. And in the stream session, the stream made an interesting point that in David's words, they are still unpacking, trying to understand it. Although from my perspective, it was so crystally clear, obvious, but I'm going to be curious to see what you guys think of it. Um, Bridge, you already heard this. You'll remember this. But uh, the stream was saying that appreciation is actually a higher vibration than love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of freaking some people out, apparently. But to me, it seems obvious. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. yeah. After he explained it, even, you know, for the little ex he explained it for it, I was like, okay, yeah, I see that. Because you're not, it's not, you're not in, when you're appreciating it, you have nothing to do with it. When you love mm -hmm. something or someone, you do still have something to do, 
do with it like type of thing. Um, I can't explain it anywhere near like he can. But yeah, love has yeah, I got it. Love has <laughs> the, the vibration or the feeling of love has more baggage with it than appreciation. Kind of thing, yeah. In a way for me, because love can be like, Oh, I just love that dress or, Ooh, that's a beautiful color. I love purple. You know, I mean, you know, what does love love is almost like a, like a, hi, how you doing? Have a good day. Or it's, it's really beautiful outside. It's, it's kind of subjective in a way, but when you can like appreciate something for what it is, no matter what it is to you, it doesn't matter. But I, I, you know, I can see you're a nice person, but maybe you're not nice for me. You know, I can still appreciate <laughs> others and I can appreciate the situations. And I, is that what, is that kind of in the realm of what you're, uh, of where you're going well? I think I think that there are different people experiencing it in different ways. David mm-hmm. uh, was experiencing it and and describing it the way that made sense to him. Oh. Uh, Bridget just described it the way that made, to me the way it makes sense to me is for me any of these emotions have a vibration level. Like love mm-hmm. has a vibration of X, whatever X is, but it's a very high vibration. Mm-hmm. And appreciation is not really the same thing as other emotions because it changes its vibration level to Ooh. appreciate something is to increase its value in your own eyes. True that, true yeah. that. So true that true appreciation is continuously going up. It's continuously vibrating at a higher and higher rate. So eventually, even if it's starting lower than love, eventually it's going to go higher than love and it's going to keep going up and up and up and up and up. The only thing that stops us is when we just stop the appreciating. Did you which see we that? Do. Uh, pardon me. Did you see that Jeffrey said, is it a matter of attachment? Yeah. That, well, that was another and, point to bring right. in. So I'm glad you brought that. Yeah. And, and Kevin says love can hurt. See, because I think the idea of love is, 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 is so sub, it's almost subjective, right? I mean, yeah. It's like relative. In some way. Yeah. And, 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 um, I mean, you know, our moms love us, but they might beat us. So what does that tell us what the word love? Do you see? So it's just a word, but I'm, I try to go for the feeling. So for me, like for me, appreciation, I, I can love, I can appreciate it and love it because, you know, if I'm in high enough, if I, if I'm, if I'm happy enough, I can. <laughs> I, I agree that it's, it's very subjective. Um, and to use one of the examples you mentioned there, I honestly don't believe that when a parent is is beating up on a kid that they're expressing love. I don't no, no, I, I'm I'm with you, but we love that parent and look what the parent. I mean, just say and for that example, and the and the, look what the parent is doing. So the parent is showing us that love can hurt, right? Isn't that kind of what they're showing the child? And that that I I think that's a little misleading because okay, I, it could be. Yeah. The, the reason I say it, there are a lot of things that people say, not just parents that they, they say to try to justify what it is that they're feeling and doing as if it were higher vibration than it is. It's a very common phenomenon. Okay. Pe- people often do it with, in a wide range of things. Um, what's that one phrase that people use? I don't mean to be disrespectful, but, and then they say something disrespectful. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, they, well, they, think, I mean, of, yeah, they yeah. think of it as a softener, and it is a softener, but it's also a bit of a lie because, you right. know, I'm about to be disrespectful. Put up with it, you know, but <laughs> they don't want to say that. Yeah. Not to be mean, but. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but I'm going to be mean. Exactly. Yeah. Not to be rude, but. <laughs> uh, that's true. I mean, I suppose we're just unpacking this word, right, called mm-hmm. love, because. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, there are going that, to be a lot of different variations. I mean, what was it that uh, um, Jeffrey said before? I love and appreciate the seasons. Well, I'm going to suggest that that's a completely different vibration from the love being felt either by a parent or a child in a mm-hmm. in a sure. physical discipline situation. It's just it's not even the same vibration. Well, aren't, aren't we just limited by our words anyway? At the end of the day, I mean, isn't that sure. kind of what this is? Is just like, it's like a word fest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a, in what did way, Alan Watts said? You can't get wet by the word water or something. You can't wet. That's you oh. can't get wet by the word water. And I was like, dude, that's so I love awesome that because I'm so bad with my words and like, yeah. I think it was Alan Watts that said that. Alan well, Watts. plus I'm English gonna, makes I'm writing English, that down. The English <laughs> language makes it even more difficult because we have different meanings for the same words. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, it's the most complex of all the romance lines, which is, it's just not even fair sometimes. In all Jeffrey's the different <laughs> idioms and so forth. She, she says, I appreciate this conversation. No yeah, call, right? right? 
love that. <laughs> That's good. I appreciate I, that comment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this. This is this is this is good. But that again, that's why I think appreciation is a little bit different category because I think all the other vibrations, all the other emotions, when we think about them, we think about them as being at a certain vibrational level. We don't think about them as changing a whole lot. Well, I guess apparently from what we're talking about, some people think of love as being a changing vibration. I don't think of it that way, but apparently some do. So maybe that's not even a, a clear cut rule that I'm trying to outline there. But for me, appreciation is the one that really changes. And it changes in only one direction, upward. I don't see any way to make appreciation go down. Because even yeah. if you're appreciating something that's that's lower vibe, you're still raising your vibration about it. So how yeah, is it, you know, you can't go down <laughs> with it. It's not possible. <laughs> yeah. It would be depreciation if you went the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a great conversation. I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling very rejuvenated by this. Me too. Just by this conversation. That's why I Me do too. it every day. I love doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it is a big vibe lifter. I, I probably should have listed that on my list of things that I do every day, but I just do it every day anyway. So I don't even feel like it needs to be on. Yeah, the you're anymore. used to it. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just part of the oh, day. Oh, but now. acknowledge it though, because. Oh, like, I do. You know, yeah, it, it is important, isn't it? Oof. I mean, it's super important. It. Just because you do it every day doesn't make it any less or. At the end of every single it... show, it, it's always, yeah. wow, that was great. Oh, that felt so good. And and it's every time. I, I can't remember the last time that we finished a show and turned off the camera and said, oh, that was so-so. <laughs> <laughs> it never comes out that way. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, awesome. that's, that's one of the beauties of it. When you have that daily experience and that daily experience leads you to want to appreciate without even having to think about it. I don't have to think about it each day. I mean, you guys have been doing it for a while now. When we're done with the show, do you have to think about it? Really? Well, no. I appreciate it, like, um, during the day, like, okay, it's coming up or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to, like, yeah. love that hour. Even if, like, my day started off a little, like, eh, or, like, so-so or what, you know what I mean? It's like, but I'm going to get that hour, and I always have a good time during that hour. So, yeah, I appreciate it before it even comes, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. sure, yeah. It's funny how that works because the more we focus on it, the more we focus on it. <laughs> yeah, and do you mean do you do the same thing? Because like I mean, we just both wrote in as listeners, you know, so like I just also feel like super like blessed with it as well, just to be on it. So like you know what I mean? Yeah, well the show's done a lot for me. I mean mm -hmm. excuse me. The conversation and, and being on it is is even a different vibe. Yeah as well. But it, it's, it's interesting because I, I, at first I didn't vibe with all of, with every co-host or with every, um, uh, every day, but I would just pick it up here and there. And, and, and I just, and I noticed that I would, I was, my vibe was, well, I didn't, I wouldn't call it a vibe then, but I noticed that I was just happier and happier by, by listening to, is that, am I on the right Oh, did, yeah. I, did I miss something? Okay. Yeah, and, for sure. I was like, you know, but no, I just noticed that my vibe was rising just by listening to your show. And then yeah. next thing you know, I'm listening to it every day. Oh, I'm mm -hmm. and, and try to get and it you live. You get little so nuggets can, and stuff of everything. And you, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. try to watch it live and try to listen live. And, and so I just hope we help other people as well. I hope it's not, Same. it can't just be us, right? <laughs> hey, even if it is, there's three of us. So it we're can't. helping each other, right? It's not, right. It's more, it's more. <laughs> Well, we got look at the live stream. We got comments there reinforcing it. Jeffrey's saying the show has done a lot for so oh, many. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. Kevin's saying, wow, it's been a while. Put LOA to the side for a minute and started to forget to, to appreciate. Thank you, guys. And, oh, awesome. you know, that's, well, there, there's the, the appreciation you guys are talking about. I want to point out that we're trying to expand the meaning of LOA. Uh, yeah, LOA stands for Law of Attraction, but I've kind of adopted the new one, Living Our Abundance. Because that's really what we're talking about here, living our abundance, regardless of whether law of attraction itself is part of the conversation. Living the abundance is living where we want to be. And it, yeah. it, it raises an, a, a question for me in my, in my mind, a question that doesn't last very long because I instantly answer it the same way every single time. But it's a question that I kind of wonder why it is other people don't ask it. And that is, what's the point of life if not to feel joy? I agree. I mean, yes, we do come here to experience 
um, the polarity. Yes, mm-hmm. we do come here to experience the whole range of life. But what's yeah. the point of staying here if you're not going to feel joy? Is it really it, is it really so important to be miserable all the time? But or have to, some, you know? But but it, but at the same time, in some way, I I, I understand where, you're, where I understand that. But there are people who do. I mean, we all have different paths, right? And oh, no people, doubt. Uh, their, their lives aren't going to be filled with joy. There's going to be, there's, there's, but I, I get where you're coming from. And I, I couldn't imagine my life, my existence in this corporal body, this physical body as without having joy. I just, I couldn't imagine that, but there are other people and I have met them. I have oh, met sure. them at 93. I've met them at 97. I've met them at 83 who, 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 you know, really can't look back on their lives with joy you know, with eyes that are appreciate that, that appreciate, they just, they're just not in that space, you know? Absolutely. And, um, I, I agree with that. Totally. I, I'm not saying that people should want to, or that they end up experiencing it in their mm-hmm. lives. I'm saying if people were, were aware of the idea long enough, and I don't think they are, I think that's the mm-hmm. point I'm making. Most really aren't aware of it, mm-hmm. but if they took the time to be aware of it, is there anyone who would say, I don't want to be here to experience joy? Well, of course. Yeah. And I, and I, and I totally get that. Have you, have you guys seen this, this show made? Have you seen that yet? No, no. Okay. I've seen there's, it on Netflix. I think I haven't seen it yet though. I'm not going to give anything away here, but there's a young <laughs> lady going through a, a lot of contrast, a lot of, of issues. Mm-hmm. And there was, um, I think I'm about, you know, five or six shows. It's a very limited series of five or six shows in. And there was one part where, they showed her just being in the moment and experience. She, she found joy in just one little moment. Yes. And you can see her just viscerally touching, uh, the, you know, the grass and the water and just how much joy that was. So, I mean, even if, even I think even in the hardest circumstances, the hardest situations, all of us will find joy from time to time I think when so we're too. in, mm-hmm. when we're experiencing, when we're in that moment, in the very moment, and we can find, and I, and even, I don't know, I just, that show just, it, that just made me realize that it was that even if our lives aren't filled with joy, there are going to be moments of joy. There yeah. are going to be moments of reflection or moments of appreciation or moments of love. And um, so, and that's kind of true for all of us because we really can't live in joy all the time. I mean, I'll yeah, be living in Munchkin land. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be like on the yellow brick road, like everything's jolly, everything's jolly. Ah. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> well, the rest of the world is saying, follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> <laughs> Walt and Cindy about two years ago. Oh, well, well, first time. Oh, I see. I'm sorry, Kevin. I, I followed. I, I, I didn't see the whole chain of, of oh, taxi. Oh, he, yeah. he's Changes been following like us this year, long. Okay. Two, two years ago. That's yeah. Actually, it was you and Cindy too, because you, you were doing the, um, the Neville Goddard, right? Yeah, that's right. We so, did a whole, yeah. whole bunch of them. Me during too. That period. Me too, Kevin. Yeah. It, it, the Neville Goddard was really, really sucked me in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do love, yeah, those episodes are great. Yeah, they are. I think it sucked all of us in. It sucked Cindy and I, and <laughs> I can tell you that. We were just absorbed in every single page as we're talking about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. What it I would love wild. to. What I'd love to explore and what I think you've kind of explored, Walt, a little bit with the law of attraction and living our abundance mm-hmm. is how words, slight word, how words, how we use them will, will, will make us sort of see things completely different, even if mm-hmm. it's, we're talking about the same thing. So getting, we might get across to more people if we talk about living our abundance as opposed to law of attraction because maybe not everybody believes that. I mean, my engineer husband, he just won't forget that lot. There is no such thing, but living our abundance. Well, I can get on that. Um, so sometimes, and I know that's not necessarily, well, maybe that's not necessarily was your intent. Well, um, to take the law of attraction out of it, or do you think law of attraction has become too mainstream? Um, or did you want to try to appeal to more people by the law uh, or living our abundance? Um, I, I wasn't trying to get it, away from it. I was trying okay. to expand beyond it. Right. Okay. Be- because it's a narrower subject. I want yeah. to make the subject wider than that. I get because, it. Because really, 
the whole reason for talking about the law of attraction is how we're going to apply it in our lives, how we're going to understand it, how it's going to affect the way that we make our decisions and choose how we're going to and what we're going to pay attention to and why we're going to pay attention to it and so on and so forth. So in that context, it's, it's a very valuable concept, but it's all about the living of it. So I just don't want to get hung up on the LOA part and I want to spend more time on the living because that's where, that's really where the most interesting conversation is, I think. Yeah, after you said it that day, I was like, oh my God, why is that not one of my affirmations? So now I am abundant is one of my affirmations, one of my favorite ones now. <laughs> it's like Jeff, Jeffrey said, reframing and editing are one, are two of my biggest tools, are, yeah. the, are big tools for me. And, yep. and, but I think it's so cool that, uh, that, uh, you know, like, cause when I, li well, when I listened to the Neville Goddard, it just, it, he came out in a time when, no one was talking about this when it wasn't anywhere in our periphery. And, and, and I thought this dude can say this stuff back in the, what the fifties and the sixties <laughs> or the forties, or, you know, I forget what time period Neville Goddard was in, but I mean, he was, he was daring. He, he did this. He talked about stuff that no one had a concept about back then. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, you know, talk about taking a chance. And, and so I just, I don't know. There was something very inspirational about that for me. I just uh, wish we uh, knew more about Abdullah, the, 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 um, guy from the Middle East who supposedly taught Neville all this stuff, taught him how to understand mm -hmm. Bible oh, teachings yeah. and so forth from this perspective, because I've never seen anything about him other than him being mentioned as Neville's teacher. I have not yeah. seen a single thing and, and I've looked for it. That would be a really interesting person to to know more about. So if anybody has any information of any kind about him, let us know because that I would really be cool. like to know. Yeah, that very interesting cool. stuff. But I agree with Jeffrey for sure. Reframing and editing are big tools too, in a big, big way. Because when you can learn to do that, I mean, Janine, you mentioned a few moments ago how it could be work. You kind of have to push at it when you're trying to change it. I don't think you're really pushing at it. What you're really doing yeah. is kind of pushing yourself to do it. Right, Not really right. the same thing. Well, it's, it's wanting to feel better, right? It's wanting yeah. to experience a different day or a different kind of day. It's, it's knowing that when I feel better or when I, when I feel emotionally better, I, I do better. I'm happier. Mm -hmm. I influence people more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's, mm -hmm. no one wants to be a crabby old crab around a crabby old crab. They want, they want happiness and, and people to bring them up. And, and, and so that's, uh, that's always my goal is to be the best person I can be around other people. Mm -hmm. emotionally yeah. emotionally speaking emotionally speaking i'm not always going to be perfect but i mean just I, I really i need to be on my best game because i have to be aware of like like i told said earlier going in between the cracks yeah and 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 when we're a little higher in touch with who we are we can see those those cracks of getting into someone talking to someone connecting with somebody you know and how when and how to to move forward with that and when we're kind of uh, grumpy, grouchy, we're not we're not paying attention to how we're coming across, let alone how someone else is doing. So isn't it, isn't yeah. it funny though how we do get we become more perceptive of what you're calling those cracks? Mm -hmm. we, we become aware of them. I mean, mm -hmm. I certainly have, and I can say, you know, ten years ago, I didn't I didn't even know they existed, and now all of a sudden, I'm really aware of them. That's and right. That's just. Really something as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I, I can sympathize right. with your husband because I mean, I wasn't an engineer, <laughs> but I was a, I was a programmer. That's pretty left brain. And yeah. you know, it, when you're in that spot, when you're in that space, this stuff sounds like nonsense. And it does when you're in that place, it really does sound like nonsense. But well, saying what, L, living our attraction to someone who LOA law of attraction would sound it, it wouldn't sound mm -hmm. as much nonsense. Do you see what I mean? So the, oh, sure. the, the words are, the words are interesting because it's, it's not like you're trying to hide. It's just that you, you're trying to expand it. And I think that is a matter of expanding. It's a form of expanding is to make it more easily. Um, I don't know. And the fact that I think you said he is liking that phrase. Did I remember that correctly? Yeah. The, the, he, if I can say, Oh, we're, we're talking about living our, uh, living our abundance. Oh, what's that about? But if I say, Hey, we're talking about law of attraction. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. What are we going to have for dinner? Well, you want to go out? What? And, and you uh, know what throws so, people off about yeah. that? It's, it's the word law. Mm -hmm. 
That's because right. Because it's right. For, it's for not right up there with thinking. gravity. Right. It's not gravity. It's not gravity. Which it's is an odd right thing because right. if you could get that person, and I know because I was that person, if you can get that person to actually focus in on what makes something a law, then you can actually get there with them. But they won't let you go that far because it's a really strange thing. In the back of a, of a left brain person's mind, a law is something that is irrefutable. And what's really odd about that is none of the things other than law of attraction so far that I've ever encountered or ever heard about that is immutable. Even mm-hmm. the law of gravity is now yeah. immutable. <laughs> Which is really an odd thing, you know. And, and add in the fact that many, many left brain people, I think I was one of these for a while, um, consider laws to be proven. Mm-hmm. Now, it's an odd, I say that's an odd thing because actually in science, there's no such thing as proof. But that doesn't stop the left brain person from thinking, oh no, that's a proven fact. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, yeah, it's an interesting place to be in and it's an interesting place to grow away from. <laughs> it's, it's quite the journey, I have to say. But the fact that your husband is, is appreciating the idea of living our abundance, that tells me he's going to get there. It may take him a while, but he's going to get there. Yeah. He, may, he may never actively accept the phrase law of attraction, Right. But he's going to come close. What? Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. And um, the reason I say that I think he'll, that he, he can actually get there is everybody goes through what in the tire circle we call DTS, going down the spiral, mm-hmm. going into the, the lower vibrations. And it can get to the point in your life where you get stuck there, where you just have a hard time climbing out and it just seems like mm-hmm. your entire life. That's when you become open to the idea of a law of attraction. When you're a left brainer, you have to go through that before it hmm. finally says, you finally say, okay, I don't know how to get out of this thing I'm, I'm dealing with right now. So I'll consider anything right now. Cause you well, have to break the yeah. old mindset. He, he, he definitely, uh, it, it really will have, have no problem actually letting me know. Hey, honey, I think you're a little DTS today. <laughs> do, I know you, you said go, that. Yeah. Do you want to go? Do you want to go meditate? Do you, I think you need to meditate. Do you want to meditate? And at first, he was just kind of silly about it. He was just kind of poking fun a little bit. But now he's serious. Have you meditated recently? I think mm-hmm. you, I think you need to meditate. And, um, and so, but the que- but but the question that we're really addressing here is not so much what you're feeling; mm-hmm. it's what he's feeling. Right. Right. If he's if he's yeah. feeling good all the time. Well, then good for him. But there's a piece of me that says, really? Are you sure? Because <laughs> I know what it was like when I was there. And you can you can convince yourself of all kinds of stuff. The human mind is incredibly powerful. Well, he, you know, my my husband is interesting because if you look at his life, I mean, he was born in a, in a kind of uh, poor in, in another country and, mm. and realized that if he stayed in that country, he he wouldn't succeed. And so he... He, he really, I mean, his whole life looks like it was a, like on a water slide, just, mm. just, so he was living his abundance, but he wouldn't call it that. So yeah. but he's, he's, he's like really almost the walking epitome of a person who truly believes in law of attraction without actually believing in it. I mean, the mm-hmm. way, that's the way okay. he lives. That's mm-hmm. the way he lives. So he's not really like that, uh, you know, the depressed, the, cause I, cause I think that, there are, there's so many different ways to live. There's so, so many different ways of being. And I mean, people look at him and think, oh, he must have, he must have been given everything. He must have had everything. I mean, look, he got in this country. He's got in that country. He did this and he, you know, and, um, uh, it's, it, it's, he lives his abundance, but he just doesn't label it. He doesn't have, there's no, it, it's not an identity. It's not an ent- entity. It's just who he is. That's, mm-hmm. that's who he is. He just, he's always that one that's trusted himself. He's always trusted, but he's not going to call it the higher self. He's not going to yeah. trust. I trust, you know, the law of attraction. I, he just trusts himself. Right. Yeah. He trusts himself. Mm-hmm. And he trusts, he trusts his mind. Right. Yeah. He trusts his, I think he Which trusts is big. his mind. That's, you mm-hmm. definitely want okay. to trust your own mind. That's a fabulous right. thing. Right. But, Got but it. the mind is not the higher self. And no. so the mind, if you lose your mind, then, then you have no, you have no trust. So, but we haven't gone there yet. I haven't, I haven't brought that up with him that <laughs> because 
<laughs> yeah. With an engineer, it's like, you can't, that's their, that's their powerhouse, you know, but, um, so Jeffrey, it, Jeffrey made an interesting comment and it's another way kind of of looking at the same thing. He says, I appreciate having people in my life to remind me that even when I'm DTS, I'm still pretty damn good and happy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I love that. It. Oh yeah. That's, that's it. a good way and, to describe it. And people would say that about me too. Like, Oh, I didn't know you were, you were upset. Uh, you look, you know, because it's just, I can feel it in here, but I, I don't mm-hmm. always, I'm not, you know, getting, always showing it out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think the, I think the real trick with all of this stuff for me, anyway, I shouldn't say this for everybody. For me, the real trick was being consistent with how I was feeling and what I was expressing. Because mm. it's very yeah. easy to get myself out of balance, out of alignment by telling everybody or telling myself that I'm feeling good when I'm not feeling good. Right. Not that there's anything wrong uh, with fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it can work very nicely. I'm not against it. But when you find yourself having to fake it till you make it, it's a sign to you. It's a signal. Like you're out of alignment right now. Pay attention to that. I was like that too, Walt. I, I was, oh no, I'm fine. I'm happy. Everything's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm happy. You know, and, <laughs> and, um, uh, maybe not that cheerfully, but, um, are you doing okay? Yes. Janine, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. Everything's good. And it's just like, no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because you really at the people can pick up on your energy. Mm-hmm. You can say you're happy. People know you're not happy, or you can mm-hmm. say that you're you're thankful or whatever. And and it's obvious that you're not. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. but sometimes so you don't can, have to say anything, and people know. Right, but that's I think that's that's a whole can of worms. That's called people pleasing. That's part of the yes. whole people pleasing. And yeah, we don't want to go down there. But I once I once I mean I'm just not that person anymore. If, uh, if you say, well, if someone says, well, how you doing? And you know, I'll tell them I'm okay. I'm doing all right. I'm, I might go in a little bit too much and then they stop asking me how I feel, which is perfectly fine. I'm going, oh, my foot hurts today. My tooth hurts. I don't know. I'm just, uh, you know, but uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I, I don't, uh, I'm different and it, it's different that fake. I can't do that fake thing anymore. Well, you're in a better place. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's huge. True to myself. True to myself. True to myself. It's funny, too, as we're thinking about this. I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember this. There was a television show in the U.S. in the 1970s called Hee Haw. Were you guys aware Mm. of that one? No. They had this wonderful song in there. And to me, it epitomizes feeling good when you're feeling bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's this, this uh, high-paced bluegrass-type tune, and the lyrics that they sing are doom, despair, and agony on me, deep, dark depression, excessive misery. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Gloom, despair, and agony on me. <laughs> and they're singing really happy and joyfully. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But you know what? It's a great idea. Because if you're feeling that miserable, sing it that way and you won't feel miserable anymore. You'll feel better. <laughs> That's true. Because if you're really, if you're really angry, that would really piss you off. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing a, a, a happy song sung, mm-hmm. you know, yep. That'd be like, shop. <laughs> yeah. exactly. it off. Oh gosh. You know, yeah, well, there's a good reason why it is that the blues are much more popular than he was. <laughs> 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 it expresses where people wanted to be or what they, where they felt like they should be or what they were living in most of the time or whatever. What did Jeffrey say here? I appreciate having people in my life. Oh, that's the one we just read. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. he says important to find what starts the DTS. And that's Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's uh, often it's just vibe. We live in a very polarizing, vib- vibrationally uh, uh, changing world. And sometimes being DTS is is... It's not something that we've done or not something that's necessarily caused. It's just, it, it it's life. Mm-hmm. It's just life. I mean, sometimes we just, we, we, uh, wake up on the wrong side of the bed or, or it could be horoscopes. It could be whatever. I mean, we, there's it, vibrational, there's polarity. We, we, we that's right. Walt, right mm-hmm. bridge. We live in a world of polarity. We, we that's, certainly do. That's, you know, that's why we came here. So Kevin's raising an interesting point here. It was a point that I made over and over again early on in the show. And I'm actually beginning to shift my view on it a little bit. I still think it's, it's true, 
but I've softened my view a little bit because he says it's important to find what starts the DTS. I think it's it's valuable to look for what starts the DTS. But by the same token, I don't really want to set the standard that says if I don't find what's set me down the spiral, I'm in trouble. I want to treat it more like an adventure, not a mandatory, oh, you've got to find it or else your life is going to end. So <laughs> it's not so much for me anymore. It's not that it's important to find. It's important to notice that I'm down the spiral. And if I right. can find the cause of it, hey, that's going to make it easier to climb right. out. Yeah. But yeah. even when I don't know what the, what the cause is, especially with the tire tools we have now, I can still climb out. Right. I don't have to necessarily know what caused it. Right, because it's not always a deep, dark, you know, uh, yeah. transgressor from way in our past. Sometimes it's just mm, we have a little headache. In fact, that was one of the modules. I don't know, have you gotten to this one, Bridge? One of the modules is recognition that there are some transgressors we can never identify what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was him. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting point. Yeah. Um, and in fact, when I did that module, I recognized that because that had been true for me quite, for quite some time. There was this thing. I didn't know what it was and it just kept popping up periodically and I, I would feel it in my gut. And I, even after going through the early part of Thai boot camp, I still didn't know what it was. But the funny thing was just the act of going through the boot camp, it started to dissipate and it has mm-hmm. very much dissipated. I was just taking like an internal temperature right now. I don't even, I, I feel like this little tiny twinge in there. That's a bit. You know, yeah. just a little tiny bit. And, and it used to be something that would be dominant in my feeling. You know, I'd try to pretend it wasn't there. I would try to, you know, minimize it and so forth. But I don't have to minimize it anymore. It's just minimal. <laughs> yeah. Big yeah. Improvement. It's, I think sometimes it just, they just, it just works. It's it works itself out. And sometimes you're in the right place. Right. And it just, it just. I attribute it to all the work that I've done. The, Right, yeah, you got the tools. Yeah, you got yeah. the tools, and and it and it happens. And but sometimes for me, I know that that just some of some of those transgressors. And and uh, Jeffrey said that it's called root work, going and you know finding out mm-hmm. the causes of the DTS. And yep. uh, it's also called shadow work too. Shadow you know? work. Yep. Um, there's so many words for it, but I mean sometimes it just sort of naturally works itself. For me, it just sort of naturally works itself out, and it doesn't become any duster, you know. But that obviously isn't a root because it wouldn't be that easy probably to work out. And if there is a root, usually you can identify what it is eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Sometimes it. mine's like that, but yeah, I can figure out what, yeah. So mine will be either or. Sometimes I do think it's just polarity. Other times I do know mm-hmm. it's like some vibrational dust I got going on for something. Thanks, Bridge. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And, and I think sometimes it's really good to maybe explore the differences between the two at the, at yeah. the moment. Like, is it... Did I, do I just have a toothache or is it because, you know, Joe said something bad to me, you know, my mm-hmm. cousin Joe mm-hmm. or something. And why did that affect me so much? So let's go drill down and see why that is, that's affecting me, which is yeah. another tool I like to use mm-hmm. that we picked up. I'm not sure. Well, maybe you weren't there in one of the, um, uh, the, the Taya boot camp meetings, but it was, uh, he was doing a drill down and the drill down was what really, really helps me to mm-hmm. find out what might be a root cause of, of one of my DTS moments. But sometimes, see, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very, very, uh, I don't use this term a lot, but there is some, some necessity for it. But when you're empath- empathetic, when I'm an empath and I grew up just feeling all of these vibrations just go through mm-hmm. me and feeling other people's vibrations, I forgot what I, who I was because I could just pick up on everything. Sure. And, um, so just getting, getting back into me and, 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 and getting into that vibrational work has really helped. So however you get down to your roots or down to what causes the DTS or just accept it for a momentary issue, you know, a toothache or, you know, whatever. I mean, we are people, things are going to happen sometimes, just polarity. Mm-hmm. So, true. you know, just whatever it is. And sometimes all you have to do is just do a show of LOA today. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So thank you, ladies, very much. Thank you, live streamers. Thank you, podcast listeners. Thanks, everywhere. Thank you all. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye.